and welcome back to another episode of the Business is Pleasure podcast with your adorable host, Janelle, and your beautiful host, Colette. Thank you again for joining us. This is episode 24 of the Business Pleasure podcast. And I'm really proud of us, babe, because we've been consistent. We promised ourselves we're going to do 40 podcasts in one year. We're already at 24. What is, how much left is that? Like 16 to go? So I think we're really on a good track. Let's try to keep up this pace, continue for the rest of the year, and hopefully we can get all 40. And thank you guys for constantly checking us out, whether you're hitting us up in our DM, watching our podcast, purchasing amazing items from us. Thank you so much. But of course, the best way we always start the show off is, how was your week? My week? Your week. You go first. I always go first. Um, my week, um, it's just been bad, man. This last like two weeks for me has just been like so bad. I think personally, not, not necessarily business, I think the universe is talking to me and they want me to like change an aspect about myself or like get rid of like a certain characteristic that allows like to, that like puts myself in these like bad positions or whatever, you know? So for the last like maybe like two weeks, guys, I've just literally had one turmoil after another. First, it was like my caravan on weekend ended horribly because Colette was pissed at me. She probably is still pissed at me right now and hasn't said anything. And then my apartment, why are you laughing? And the funny thing is, guys, the three out of four of these things are all my fault. So I'm not going to try to get a pity party or whatever. What do you mean three out of four? Three, are these, three out of four things of these things are my fault. The social one wasn't your fault. May I please finish my little spiel? Okay, go ahead. So the first thing was Carl was mad at me, and then um, I experienced the curse of Caravana. And then the second thing, which wasn't my fault, was um, my, our apartment flooded randomly. I was at home one day, and then all this water starts coming out of our apartment. I ended up saving the day, guys, don't worry. And then the, the third thing, I ended up losing my, my cell phone. Of course, I'm getting a new cell phone back. Honestly, the new iPhone 8 is stupid, guys. You can't charge your phone and use your headset at the same time, which is just ridiculous. But that's a whole different topic. And then the last thing was that I, I went to the gym. Of course, you guys can tell I tried to stay strong and buff and tough. And then um, my bag either got stolen or sometimes people accidentally double lock lockers. So they'll throw their stuff in there without realizing that someone else's things are in there and just lock it up. But it probably got stolen to be honest with you. And I think there's something going on with my life where sometimes like maybe I don't take things as seriously as I should or I don't take like all the diligent steps just to like, just to like not put myself in bad positions. And I think like there's an aspect of like my personality where it's like so laissez-faire that like I don't, I'm not as like diligent as I should be, you know? So I think the universe is trying to talk to me and be like, yo, John, I'll like take your time. If you want your business to grow and to and to hopefully be at the level that you'd like to be one day, you need to like fix aspect of your personal life or your business life will crumble. So that's why I think what's been happening for the, maybe like the last two weeks is just like the universe is talking to me and it's like, John, listen, there's something going on in your personality that's not working well and like all these situations are happening. So like I have to figure out and change it. I kind of have an idea what it is. It's like, of course, like I said, my personality, I'm just like really easy going. I think I have to cut like a piece of that off to like become a better version of myself. But that was my week for the most part, guys. But aside from that, in terms of like the personal stuff, the business aspect of it, ugh, it's good, man. It's, it's all good, man. It's all good. I'm just really sad right now, guys. I'm sorry. I'm not even mad. 
I'm not even. I'm, I'm just literally just sad. I'm mad. I'm annoyed. Yeah, but like, I, see, I don't like that though. Like. I'm going through something, and then you find a way to make it about you. I hate, I hate when people do that. How was your week? Can I finish what I was saying? No, I don't want to hear it. How was your week? No, you're not going to just do something like that. Okay, go ahead. Can I finish what I'm saying? So, I don't think that I'm making it about me, but it is about me. Because at the same time, when you lose your stuff left, right, and center, it affects me. Because I have to take time out of my day to do things that you should be able to do for yourself. And at the end of the day, you're a 28-year-old man, so you need to be more responsible. I've, I've been telling you this. You need to be more responsible. Like, at the end of the day, if you go to the gym, why aren't you locking your stuff? Like, why do you think you're so special that someone's just going to walk past your bag and not steal it? And obviously, you do that all the time. No, no, it's, it's definitely So, true. I'm not making it about me, but it affects me. No, so, you're going to you, know. No, you literally just made it about you because even even before anything, you weren't even like, honestly, John, it's unfortunate what happened. I understand that. Then, make it about you. But, like, honestly, John, you also have to understand. I understand the situation you're going through, but see how this affects me negatively do you understand that you literally just jumped into yo i'm annoyed instead of being like hey like what's going on john is everything okay like you know what if i'm having like what if there's something like wrong with my brain that like we don't know about and you're and you're, and you're upset that you have to come pick me up from the gym that you have okay, to do that's that. a little bit excessive but first off i'm it's not like this is the first I, 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 all i'm trying to say is that like your approach wasn't the best and i think that like what did i do wrong it would have been nice if you might if you would have like led with some type of like sympathy and understanding but you were more sort of like just focused on like your temperament and how you feel about the situation i did leave with sympathy and understanding i came picked you up from the gym no i'm talking about now though like like right now like even when you came picked me up from the gym you didn't like Say like, honestly, John, I was like, it sucks, but like, don't worry about it. Because like, I had nothing nice to say, so I just didn't say anything at all. Yeah, and that's what I said. It would have been nice if you would have led with sympathy and understanding. That's what I said. That's what okay. I said the whole time. Okay, well, I'm not perfect, but yeah, I, I know. That's why I'm. Like, that's why I'm having this conversation. Just to let you know, like, okay. maybe for future instances, like, it would have been nice if you were just been like more understanding, more sympathetic. But at the end of the day, like, you don't owe me that. At the end of the day, like, this is my situation, and I shouldn't expect like some type of like warm greeting from you or whatever you know what i mean because it does affect you affect you it does affect you negatively at certain times so like i can't expect you to be like all, all happy and jolly about the whole situation or whatever you know and it happens all the time so mm -hmm. i'm sorry but whatever but anyways my week was good um i was just preparing for an event we went to um new york this weekend so i was just basically like picking and preparation for that that's about it um, yeah, it was actually really good for the most part, right? Because when we initially um, were getting ready to go to New York, we had said to ourselves, like, okay, like, we're going to end up flying down there. We're going to end up getting a car, end up getting Airbnb. And then we started looking at the numbers, and it started racking up. It was, like, almost, like, $2,000 in expenses before we even got there. So we, start, we decided, like, okay, like, let's take a real close look at this, and let's see where we can like, cut some costs. Because one of our major things at Clark Co. is that it's not always about making money, but how you can save money. So with us, we went back to the drawing board and we're like, okay, well, the event is on Saturday. It's only one day. Let's see if instead of flying down, we could drive down. So we ended up taking the bus down, which actually wasn't that bad. It was like a 12-hour bus ride from Toronto all the way to New York. But we took a late, a late um, bus. And so we essentially slept the whole time, which was really, really good. And then um, in terms of like having to having to sleep anywhere or getting a thing, as soon as we got there, the event had happened. So, and as soon as the event was done, we just got right back on the bus. So it was nice though. Like it was a bit tough for both of us because like it's like we're essentially on the bus for like 24 hours and only in the city for like 18. 
but I think overall, like, it was the best financial decision that we could make for the company. And we, like, we kind of had to like forget about being comfortable and forget about like all those like high end finishes. Yeah, well, like the biggest factor with like international or like anything where we're traveling for an event is like limiting our cost because at the end of the day, like we never know how an event's gonna turn out. Like it could be really, really good or it could be bad. So we don't want to spend so much money without even making a dollar yet, right? So, and then there's also the factor of like we're crossing the border and stuff like that. So I don't know if you guys know or not, but you can't actually technically sell in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So there's always that factor as well. Like, are we just going to get turned back at the border and not able to get there in the first place? And we've already spent all this money on like an Airbnb and like flights and stuff like that. So that's taken into consideration as well. Yeah, and that's one of the things I think about every business. You kind of have to be you can't be ready for any circumstance that really does come about, right? Whether it's like what happens if we're traveling and we forget the hangers. You know what I mean? What happens if when we're traveling and our bags get lost or whatever, you know? So I think we're constantly having to like just be on edge and just be ready for anything and any like thing that can really affect us negatively or whatever, you know? But the one thing I think that like I enjoy the most about traveling or like at least experiencing different cities is like just just the contrast that we generally see between New York and Toronto and just that New York mentality, man. Those guys are just like grinders. They're out to get it. They're not waiting for no one. And they're determined. For instance, like um, one of the products that we carry is Off-White. And we have a really, really good supply that's based out in New York. And we had the opportunity to actually see him down there. And when we actually just got to sit down and talk to him, the way that they think about hard work, the way that they think about success is really different from in Canada. And well, in Toronto for the most part. So it's just nice to see that like these guys know hard work is a part of the job. They're not proud to work hard. They know that's all they want to do and that's all they that's what they need to do to get to where they want to go, you know? So when you sit down and talk to someone that's like so determined and has everything like down packed, it's, it's nice, man. It just gives you a really good feeling. It's like, okay guys, that's inspirational. That's dope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, is there anything about New York that you like when we go there or anything? No, I just like I just like the fast pace. I like the vibe. I like the fact that they don't see like work as a burden. They just see it as like a way of life and something that they have to do. And not necessarily like work in the sense of like a typical like nine to five job, but like work in the sense of just like hustling to make money. Mm -hmm. Obviously like in a legal way, but or maybe not. I don't really know. Yeah, yeah, that. but they're hustling regardless. Yeah. <laughs> regardless they're hustling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I just I just like the vibe. It's just different from Toronto. Like, I love Toronto, but New York just has this way of, like, making you feel that... Well, I, I, I believe that I can do anything I want to do, but it just has this way of making you really, like, truly believe and feel that. Because, like, everyone is just, like, working towards whatever they want and, like, working towards it with so much, like, drive and determination. It's just, like, really nice to see. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy, too, because, like... When we initially got to the city, we were like, oh man, it's so crowded, like there's construction everywhere, like, oh, I could never be here. And then like you spend like just a couple hours like interacting with the people, actually experiencing the city and the culture, and you're like, yo, I never want to leave here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I need to be here. And the thing I also like about New York as well, it's like the epicenter of the world, like, you know, one of the largest fashion industries, known for economics, a, an actual global city. It's like everything you want, New York has it, you know? And, if, and of course, a lot of things that you don't want, it also has it as well. But I think it's just like, I love it, man. It's, it's just an amazing city. I really, really like New York. I really, really like it. 
Um, one thing that we were actually talking about not too long ago was um, interaction. How we can get like more interaction with people, more interaction with our clientele and everything. So um, I had this idea because I've seen like, um, not online stores, but actual physical stores do it. Um, a good way that they try to like garner an audience's attention is that they'll entice them with certain products. So for instance, they'll have like an item like a cell phone, like, hey, first person to come into the store gets a cell phone for free. So I think it would be kind of cool if we kind of like surprise people, maybe like whether it's like once a month, once a week or whatever the frequency will be. We offer free items like, hey, like you can get this for free, but you just have to meet us at this at this place or whatever, you know? Because I think what it will do will force people to like constantly watch our pages more frequently. And also just like show them that like, hey, we appreciate our audience. So like, let's give you guys some value by giving you guys some, like some like free merch, free products or whatever, you know? But I actually want it to be like decent, good quality items, not just like stuff that hasn't sold in forever or or stuff that we just want to like just get rid of for the heck of it, you know? Yeah, and well, we wouldn't do that because if we were doing <coughs> some sort of like game to increase like how we interact with our community mm -hmm. and just make our Instagram more interactive in general, if we're giving out like crap stuff that nobody really wants that's not going to last very long because people are going to pick up on that and be like no don't don't like waste your time with that because you're just going to get something you don't want so. yeah 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 exactly and that's what i really want right i want to, i want to give them items where they're like they're excited about like you know well if it's like oh crap like you know first person to like and comment and dm us um gets this like free baked t-shirt or something like that you know what i mean i think it would be really nice because if i was watching our page and we did something like that for me, I think that would be a good gesture. I would appreciate that, you know? It's like when you go to a store, right? And they're like, oh, here are free refreshments. Now amped, I get about free water with cucumber and lemon in it. Like, I love that, right? So I think it's like little things like that. Just to entice your community to be like, yo, these guys are dope, man. Like, you know? And I think it's good, too, because, like, it helps us create more content. It helps us, like, you know? Like, people will just want to be around the page more and everything. So I think that would be a really, really dope idea. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. and, but also, like, speaking about the idea of, like, not giving away, like, crappy pieces and everything, how do you feel about, like, the pieces that we carry and, like, the clothing that we do try to, like, sell and everything? I'd say, like, 75% of the stuff that we sell is, like, my style, my taste, something mm -hmm. that I would wear. Mm -hmm. I think 100% of the stuff that we sell is good quality stuff that somebody is going to like. Um, and they're going to benefit from and enjoy. But um, I'd say there's about 25% of the stuff that we sell that I personally mm -hmm. don't necessarily care for. Not in the sense that it's like bad quality or anything like that. Just in the sense that I personally, like it's not my sense of style. And like I wouldn't wear it, but I know other people do like it. And like sometimes I feel like there's like this small, almost like disconnect between like selling what you like and also selling like what makes money and like what returns a good profit so there's always that kind of like balance between like like at the end of the day I'm a business owner so I can't just buy what I like and sell what I like I have to buy and sell what the community likes mm -hmm. and I have to buy and sell what people are interested in so right now I'd say like I said 75% of the stuff that we sell I would wear myself but who knows over time that may change but like I don't really think that there's anything wrong with it even if one day I end up you know, really only liking, say, 5% of the stuff that we sell, I don't think that that should have any effect on, like, I guess, how I feel about the business. Yeah. Or like how do you feel ethically? Like. Yeah, or, like, how I feel about myself because, like I said, we'll always stand behind, like, our quality of clothing, mm -hmm. but, like, the style 
could change at any time. Yeah, so. yeah, most definitely. And I think that's what's most important too, is like, we don't want to focus on like what we like, because then we're not listening to our community. We're only focusing on like, again, what we like and everything. So for us to like sell items that maybe don't represent our personal styles, but represent the communities, I think that's okay, because like, that's why we're doing this, you know? Yes, we are a business, and it's, at the end of the day, it does, the bottom line is important, but I want to ensure that whatever product we are selling, our audience does actually like it. They do want it. They do appreciate it and everything, you know? Because yeah. there's sometimes I'll see pieces and I'll be like, holy crap, like this is so fire. Like, what? I gotta buy this and it won't sell, you know? Because like sometimes in my own mind, I'm focused on like, yo, I like it. But I'm not thinking about like, does our audience like it? Have we seen like something similar actually been, been selling in the community? So yeah, I think that's one thing that, that like as a business owner, you kind of have that like duality between like, do I do what's right by my customer or do I do what's right by me? And I think you kind of have to have, find a middle point by that or whatever, you know, or you become like this really like cynical, bad person that's just like, you'll forget I'll just sell anything to anyone or whatever, you know? Yeah. And, and I think at the end of the day, our bottom line is again like i said the quality aspect but also like we respect like our customers and like we respect the community that we're providing clothing with regardless of whether we may you know wear that clothing all the time or not we still respect what they like and we still just try to provide them that at like a reasonable price and with good quality clothing mm -hmm. so no for sure but i think that also like we have to ask ourselves another question so like what are our limitations then like where do we draw the line items that we won't carry because remember when we initially started clarion on code it would the clothing did not look anything like this you know and then we kind of like did a personal like rebranding of the clothing and everything and then we changed our demographics so it's like do we only listen to the clients or should we also like listen to ourselves like what sort like you know what i mean like i think we... i think it has to suit the brand mm -hmm. like we would never sell like 50 cent t-shirts mm -hmm. that like you would see at Dollarama mm -hmm. or something like that. Like, or like fraudulent clothing or yeah, something. Yeah, or like you know? fake clothing, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like we would never do something like that. So I think like when it's time to cross that bridge, then we would have to kind of decide at that point, like is this a product that suits our brand or is this something that we should just pass on for now, mm -hmm. essentially. Yeah, and I think that's what the best thing to do because like with business, I try not to be like a prognosticator or like, or, or, or someone that like speculates what's going to happen. I'd more so like to look at our current situation, see what's going on and work with that information. Cause it's so hard to like try and predict everything. It's like, oh, well, teal is going to be next year's cut. Let's only buy teal clothing. It's like, I don't know. I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on. Like, no one knows. Like, you know what I mean? I, I feel like nowadays, like, I feel like back in the day, fashion forecasting used to be more of like an actual thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like obviously this still today, mm -hmm. but I feel like fashion forecasting used to be bigger maybe like 10, 15 years ago than it is now. Because I feel like nowadays, like a lot of the fashion forecasting is literally just created by like celebrities and like people who are in the public eye constantly. And like all it takes is for them to do like one style, it may just be their personal style or like do a different take on something. And then all of a sudden, like that is. A trend for the year or that's a trend for the next yeah most months. most definitely i think one of the major reasons because of that is is because the internet has like democratized fashion right because at one point or another it was like the fashion houses were the ones that dictated what what was coming out what was trendy or whatever you know but now with like instagram and the internet you can literally go to like someone that's not a celebrity but really popular's page 
and look at their personal style and they'll have their own personal community that they can like pick and choose from and everything you know so it's like before there were maybe like let's say 100 people that were like dictating what was fashionable and what looks good but now it's like a hundred thousand people so like i think like with the internet it's it's a good and a bad thing because now like fashion almost has become oversaturated because everyone has a brand everyone has a clothing company everyone has a business you know what i mean so it kind of makes it harder for those gatekeepers to kind of control what comes in and what comes out where now everyone kind of has an option to like put their foot into the game essentially you know yeah yeah but i think it's a, it's it's I don't know like for me i try to stay away from the idea like oh that's bad if there's too much people in anything because then i'm i'm limiting my potential for my own growth you know and i think it's not good or bad it's just the way things <coughs> are right now like it's just the way it is like you can't compare something to like back in the day like it doesn't matter anymore like this is what it is right now so cool let's roll with it no definitely and it's kind of cool too because i was actually watching the joe budding podcast and they were talking about how maybe like seven years ago people were saying okay the music industry is dying you know what i mean because all the labels, they weren't selling records and everything, but now it's streaming. Everyone's like, okay, the music industry has revived itself, right? It's like, everything has its time and everything has its cycle or whatever. And everything just, it just morphs into a different form. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say the music industry was dying, like, what, seven years ago, or whatever you said, mm -hmm. just based off of record sales. Now it's like, the music industry is booming because of streaming, like you said, and like everyone's going to concerts, everyone's like more like the festivals, festivals, all that, all that sorts of mm. stuff. It's just kind of changed and like formed into a different thing. That's it's still the music industry in itself, but it's just different from how it was ten years ago. No, it's the definitely same, the same thing with fashion. Yeah, and I, I, I get to like stay on the whole music industry thing. It's like now artists are forced to do different things, right? Before artists would only sing and perform, but now they're creating clothing lines. They're doing makeup lines, you know what I mean? They're doing TV hosts. They're doing TV hosting. So now, like, you have to be multifaceted. And I think that's what's happening, like, as well within the fashion industry as well, too, right? You can't just be worrying about selling your clothes, but are you giving away clothes to the proper influencers so, like, your name can get out there more, you know? Are you doing, like, unique content so your audience can witness your video, can witness your clothing, and, and different things like that, you know? It's like you're forced to become more creative, if anything. And I think that's a better model because now it's like, it's really up to you. You have more to work with than ever before. But the thing is, everyone has more to work with than ever before, you know? Yeah. And speaking on more to work with, I think it's crazy because like, we've tried to work with like different companies and like do collaborations with people. And like, of course, a lot of them have said yes, but even more have said no to us. And I think sometimes I'm still getting comfortable with the idea of people saying no to us, especially when it's a good idea, you know? For, from my perspective anyway, yeah. from my perspective anyway, you know? Cause like we've talked to like a bunch of businesses about like doing collaborations in terms of like selling our clothing and then they'd get a percentage of, of, of it or whatever. And some companies it's like, they're like, no. They're like, no, and it, it, for me it just drives me crazy because it's like, one, we're in the same community. Two, this is a product that your audience likes. And three, you don't have access to this. So why would you not want to like give yourself money, give your client the product they want, and also you're carrying an exclusive product. So now your store looks even cooler than it was ever before. I don't know. I feel like everyone kind of has their own reasons. Like it's easy for us to speculate as to why some people may turn down what seems like a pretty good opportunity but everyone has their own reasons some people just like prefer to work alone they don't really prefer to work with other people or other businesses I personally feel like 
that's not necessarily the way to go, but that doesn't mean that someone is not going to be successful by not doing any collaborations or anything mm -hmm. like that. Like, it just kind of depends on their business model and, like, where they see themselves and how they see themselves growing their business. Mm -hmm. We see ourselves growing our business through a number of different avenues as well, and part of that is, like, collaborations. So, like, if not everyone is attuned to that, then that's fine. Like, it just doesn't suit them. It doesn't have to. No, 100%. But for me, it's like, I, I almost get offended sometimes because it's like, yo, I'm going out of my way to humble myself, to ask you a question, to help make you money but you like essentially slap my hand away you know what i mean and like sometimes we forget it's like that's a part of business like that's the game that we're in like not everyone's gonna appease to you and just tell you yes just because you have a good idea you know what i mean yeah and you can't take it personally yeah either. no 100 percent. because they're at the end of the day they're not saying no to you they're saying no to your business and that's even though it feels personal that's not no no 100 uh, percent, it's not but like i guess with me i'm trying to rationalize it in my head and it's like i can't do that like, every time someone tells me no, I'm going to try to rationalize it. Oh, just because I don't understand it. It's like, no, man, I got to move on. And just yeah. like, and, and to be honest with you, maybe they know something that we don't. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe there's a reason why that they're like, nah, it's cool. But now nah, the reason why it pissed me off too, because like, you, you, you go out and ask these companies if they sell these type of products. They're like, yes. Okay, do you have them? No. Okay, let's collab. Nah, it's okay. We, we, we don't want to collaborate with you. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's just so strange, but... It is what it is, like you said, like, you know, maybe they have something in place that we don't know about, and you just can't take it personal. Like, it is what it is at the end of the day. Yeah, you just gotta move on. No, 100%. And speaking of moving on, is there anything you want to add before we move on up out of here? No, I think I'm good. Okay, perfect. Um, one thing I do want to add is, um, guys, thank you again for checking us out. If you guys ever have any questions or any topic ideas, feel free to hit us up on Facebook instagram or through our website and again please like and share so we know that you care and if you stole my bag just give it back man bro just give it back it's not right bro don't steal my bag all right guys peace